There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello, I'm John Holmes. It's The The One Show Show, and this is part two of this week's The The One Show Show, a podcast that each week skips hand in hand with TV's The One Show through the meadow marked What the Hell Is This? It's almost incomprehensible and unwatchable in equal measure. As ever, if you haven't listened to part one, then why not go back and do so? Otherwise, this podcast will make no sense, starting as it does from where we left off in part one yesterday. My guests this week, the man and Tatitos regular Mark Haynes and host of the frankly offensive podcast Crime Club, Jack Bowman. Now, having noisy neighbours can be a nightmare, but the residents of one street in Essex have more reasons to complain than most. Yeah, 28 reasons per day, to be exact, and they're quite big ones, these. Here's Justin. What better way to spend a summer afternoon than in the garden with your neighbours, enjoying finger food, fresh lemonade and cakes? Right, O's for cake? Yes, please. But at this party, there's an unwelcome gatecrasher. This back garden has to be one of the closest to a UK airport. I want to say hats off to the director of this piece as well, because the reveal... Magic. Even Matt called it back afterwards and made them play it again. They replayed it, it didn't they? It was such a good moment. That that was, again, the one show, it goes on and on and on, and we watch a lot of it. And you, weirdly, annoyingly, by osmosis, you do sort of learn of it, which is annoying. <laughs> yeah. But this one, I actually thought, that's an image I will I, I will take to my grave, yeah. Yeah. was the reveal of this 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 family in, the, in their garden. In the sunshine. In the sunshine, yeah. having a little barbecue. They've got the beers out, there's cake. They're sitting in all the mismatched chairs just like you and your family do and then it just pulls up to reveal they are living at the end of a runway and there's a massive easy jet plane (laughs) taxiing (laughs) within within 10 metres of where they're eating one morning got up I looked out and I could see the top of the jet sitting at the bottom of the garden that had never happened before it was Hilarious, and it, the whole way in was noisy neighbours, and of course, so you, and then you saw all these. Uh, it's what I mean about the director. So the shots were all close-ups of people pouring a bit of tea or yeah. cutting a cake or whatever it was, um, and just ha ha, people laughing. You know, and all, they're all fairly you know medium close-ups. Then you start to hear this noise, which at first I I wasn't sure what it was because I thought the noisy neighbour story was, of course, about neighbours. Yeah. 
No, their neighbour is an airport. It's an international <laughs> airport. The great sitcom, My Neighbour is an Airport. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch the fuck out of that. I absolutely loved it. It was great. The, the, yeah. There's little bits as well that sort of made it each oh, time. Gotcha. Jo- I'm thinking Janet when she says she got, she got banned from complaining. <laughs> and then she's like, I'm just going to continue complaining anyway. Yeah. How have you reacted to this? Every time a plane sat at the bottom of my garden, I complained. Well, within a very short period of time, there was 403 complaints. The airport have now suspended us from complaining. There was a bit where you sort of go, oh, that's hilarious, they live at the end of a runway. Uh, Then they sort of go, what's more is you can really smell the fuel here, right? (laughs) Hilarious, extra bit of detail. And then they start going, oh, they're just about to quadruple the number of flights. It's like, oh, this just gets better and better and better. And fair play to Justin, though, because he brings it up. He says, well, you move next to an airport. And they were like, and then it becomes clear that actually they, without telling them, they said they wouldn't do it, but they've expanded the taxiing runway, whatever it is. They're just queuing up stuff. And then I'm I'm thinking, all right, I'm back in these Essex folk now because they're 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 on the side of the righteous and they're not thick yeah. necessarily well certainly, certainly not in terms of where they're buying their property but then it goes to Glyn Jones chief exec <laughs> at uh, South End and Justin I mean I like his output Justin but he could have been harder on him here mm. he asks him a question he says I, I, I don't answer hypothetical questions yeah I wonder if you were building an airport now whether you would be allowed to have a taxiway that close to people's houses because it is extraordinarily close it's a hypothetical question I, I can't answer that question you just don't answer difficult questions, you little prick. Yeah. What are you on about? It wasn't a vicious prick, that man, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. And also, the other thing is, look, even if you run the airport, you can see that what you've done must be hell for those people who live at the end of the runway. Yeah. Now, yeah, they shouldn't live there. That's true. It's not their fault they live there. They live there. You, you, you can't not say, yes, it must be horrible for them because they've got nine planes taking off every time they put the cat out. You yeah. know, you, you just have to be a bit human about it and go, yes, what a fucking nightmare this must be. Yeah. You know? And then there was a line that Glyn, the, the prick executive, said as well, where he just sort of said, as, as though this helped given that the whole piece is about noisy neighbours. And the noise of a jet plane taking off mm. is the... It's not looking at a plane. That's not that annoying. It's the noise massive jet engines make when they are in your garden. Yeah. And he said, well, as though this was defence. He went, well, we we hold the aircraft as infrequently. Infrequently as well. As infrequently as we can behind the hangar so they can't be so seen. they can't be seen. And he yeah. also says, we considered putting up a sound barrier. Yeah, you considered it, didn't you, little corporate <laughs> swine? What are you on about? Then we realised it wasn't yeah. free. Then we realised it might cost a few quid. <laughs> Back down. I think there's a plane coming in now. Gonna have to shout because the plane's taking off. This is our problem here. You know, they're far too close to our house. Far too close. They're far too close. <laughs> that, that phrase, they are far too close. Absolutely hits it. There's no way out of that one. Not just they're close, they're noisy. They're far too close. And then there was the sort about the jet fuel and how the air pollution from planes must mm. be terrible. Literally, they're eating their barbecue that's swathed in jet and, fuel. And the airport had said, oh no, you know, the air pollution won't be any worse than, than yeah. a, a normal road. It won't road. be as bad as a normal road. So what did they do? They got an ex- did a one-show experiment. And what did it show? That the man from the airport was right. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got two different lines here. So the orange is by the road and the blue is here next to the airport. There's big spikes when the planes yeah. take off, but actually... The road has a slightly worse pollution profile than here, doesn't it? That must have been a gutter. People for who just live by busy roads are suffering far more pollution than the airport. 
people. Yeah. The people, you're right, were a bit crestfallen, weren't they? The, yeah. The, the picnicking yeah. families were just like, oh, all right. Then. Yeah. Oh, right. But we're well, still going to keep complaining that's anyway. Not the, uh, how, also, how do you ban someone from complaining? Exactly. To be fair to Janet, she saw, she saw through the bullshit. There was 403 complaints. The airport have now suspended us from complaining. How can they yeah. suspend you from complaining? We can't complain for the next six months. And if we do complain within that time, they will extend the suspension. She's like, well, yeah, what, are you going to stop me from writing an email? No, you're not. I'm going to keep on complaining. Thank you very much. Shout out to her. Shout out to her. Did they get an email back from Glynn at Southern Airport going, going, I've banned you from complaining. Your complaints are not welcome here. Well, do what you like, because here they come. I've just banned you from landing planes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not how it works. Yes, it is. And then Matt, off the back of the film, he asked again, he said, can we see that shot again of the reveal, which we've talked about? It was a great reveal. It was very good directing. Do you reckon they got the drone in for that? It was quite smooth. It looked like yeah. a drone shot. Yeah. What would have been an expensive crane shot in the well, old days. But also, I mean, I mean, flying drones around airports is not particularly... <laughs> People don't that's, like that. That's a good point. That would be the sort of thing. And Southender, you know, if you're Southend Airport and they go, can we put a, a drone up? You're going to be going, you know what they're making the film about, don't you? The fact that we've moved all of our planes right by those gardens. Yeah, yeah. You'd say no. Yeah. Absolutely no. Yeah. So it must have been a crane done, shot. Then. Speaking yeah. of, though, if, if Janet is interested in some vigilante action, get, get yourself a drone, love, and fuck up their airport. <laughs> Actually, that's very good. And if you don't want to do it, I'll do it for her. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just go. So we've got the neighbours are all around. We're having a barbecue. We're having our beers. We're having our cup of tea. And we've got this. Yeah, you don't want complaints. Well, have this instead. You'd have to time your drone around like your barbecue, wouldn't you? You'd go right. It's a five to one. Get the drone up. We've got two hours. Cook the chicken. Cook the sausages. As it hovers above. Oh, if Janet wants wants to get in touch with the show, then I will uh, hire a drone and fuck up Southend Airport on her behalf. And I'll also set up a grow up in Lara's garden so because she can smoke a bit of weed for free. Sorting out and the then, problems of the one not, show. He's, he's both going to host and guest on his own crime club podcast. <laughs> well, I did have an ulterior motive, yeah. Um, the film about food waste. Oh, Christ. Uh, do we enjoy that? Got nothing to say on that person. Uh, I've got <laughs> I mean, look, nothing to it. In many ways, we've never had it so good. We can stuff our fridges with whatever food we want from anywhere in the world at any time of the year. But when it comes to how we use some of that food, we're not always so good. Uh, if I buy a bag of rocket, right? Yeah. If I want it to turn to fucking liquid in my fridge, that is my call. <laughs> Being constantly lectured by people about going, oh, you're throwing all your food away. F- fine. I'm not crying. You don't need to cry. We cannot have food that is exactly the amount that people are going to eat with no more and no less. That is not possible. A three minute, five minute, ten minute video, however long it was, <laughs> basically bollocking us for throwing away food, whether we do that or not. Yeah. Oh, I could have done without there was, that. I think it was 50% bollocking people who throw away food, 50% bollocking uh, the supermarket chains who be throwing it away and commending those that take it from the supermarket before yeah. it goes off and sort of thing. So actually I'm going to counter that, Mark. Yeah. With, uh, with, uh, with by throwing loads of praise at the one show for that extraordinary piece of uh... <laughs> <laughs> If I throw out fucking two centimetres of milk, right, a week, that that's fine for me. I can live with that. So is that, is that a euphemism for wanking? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I'm doing it during anyone who talks about food waste. So from now on, be aware, if you go on television and talk about food waste, you're you know throwing out two centimetres yeah, of milk. absolutely. I hope it puts you off. Ryland was on, wasn't he, speaking of which? I, I oh, bet yeah. you were pleased about this. Your twin loves, Ryland and Eurovision. Fucking Are you not, do you hate with Eurovision? I hate Eurovision with a passion, oh, but Rylan even more. It looks like he's been busy with the bunting. <laughs> Rylan, <laughs> it's 21 minutes past nine now. What's happening? 
Oh, it's all going on, guys. RF Dov from Tel Aviv. It's so lovely to have you guys here with me. Uh, that's right. It is the first semi-final of the Eurovision Song Contest 2019 tonight at 8 p.m. on BBC Four. Really, you know what? I I, I don't I don't like pre-watershed Ryland because he, he but post-watershed Ryland I can get on board with because he, yeah. he can able kind of he can deliver that kind of. Uh, sassy, snappy, he's good. In, he's innuendo funny. laden content that for yeah. which he is remarkable. Yeah. Um, simply remarkable. Um, <laughs> that said, pre watershed is a waste of space. It, it's funny, isn't it? Because like they'd overlit him as well, and he looked at, he looked like he was like the morph. Right, well, he, looks, just, he looks overlit in the dark anyway. <laughs> yes, he does. He had no nose because no. it was so brightly lit, and it's just like two dark eyes, the beard, the teeth. Yeah. Well, Matt asked him what was going on because he's in Tel Aviv, right? Yeah. He's live. It's a link up into the one show. Well, what's it sort of like in being there right now? Yeah. Is what's the it sort of like? Yeah. What is it like there? But he 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 then spoke for a minute, a minute and a half. Yeah. In Ryland's signature annoying way, and he. Didn't tell us anything at all. Nothing. There was no, no information. No, he did. He gave me. He gave me because I like to gamble on the Eurovision, and he gave me a hot tip for Australia, whose odds have been shortening uh, by the second actually this mm. week. Is this because of the woman on a bendy pole? Very much so. Yeah. Yeah. That's the kind of novelty act that will win you Eurovision. Right. If she had a beard, then even better. <laughs> they introduced the British guy. I don't know. I don't I, know. I, Michael Rice. But the reason we are all here is this guy. It is Michael Rice. He is our delegate for this year. Michael, how are you enjoying it? Honestly, it's just an incredible experience to be here, and I'm just loving every moment of it. What a pop star name, eh? Mike. You're born with a name like that. What else can you do but become a pop star? Michael Rice. Mike Rice. And he, um, just so bad. Do that in a Chinese accent. No. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, it was a funny thing to sort of see him and just go, I don't know what this is anymore. And there's just this little lad talking about his song, which I've not heard. Yeah. Oh, I have. Have you? It's dog shit, no offence to him, but it's dog shit. <laughs> you know, we haven't, had, we haven't had a decent entry since Javine, 2005. I'm going to say, like, my fire, touch my fire, that's it. Or smoking track, but uh, continue. <laughs> <laughs> Is Michael Rice? Well, what are the odds on Michael Rice? They're like, oh, he's, we're looking at a good fifties, right. if not sixties, I think. Yeah. Although uh, for me personally, I'm going to put a couple of quid on Australia, but for the big money, for the smart money, you can't look past the Netherlands. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone is interested in getting on this, but yeah. When, when is your revision? Is it this Saturday, weekend? Saturday, isn't it? Oh, so this will have gone. This will be going out after your revision. So we'll see if you're right. It's Sweden or the Netherlands. They need 253. How much? points do they get from the public? Ninety-three points, that means that the Dreaming big. This is to music first, always. Thank you, thank you. Hello, I'm Jack Beaumont, and this is Crime Club, the podcast where I talk to people who have done terrible, terrible things, either immoral or illegal, ideally both. Fucking hell, mate. That's Crime Club. Oi. Even on a budget. 
Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Uh, I love the way this show ended as well. Did you spot how this uh, this um, this show ended? I think he said we had the uh, dog fucking part two video yes. of watching an undulating dog's vagina on the television at yes. 25 past seven in the evening. And then they threw it again, threw ahead to the dog and cat thing. Yep. And then Matt said... Just tripped over a massive bag of cat litter. And I was thinking... What was it like? (laughs) Tell us what it was like. I I actually shouted that. Uh-huh. On the train at the it iPlayer. Is, it is worth saying. We had we we just briefly sort of spoke about this. I think like just before we started recording. But this was such a boring week of shows. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. so boring. Mind you, though, Clooney on tomorrow or tonight. In fact, Clooney's on tonight. Really? Yeah. 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 No, we should. The espresso man. Yeah. yeah. Wow. We're recording this on the Thursday day that Clooney's on in the evening. But it might mean that we touch on it next week. Yeah. Because I, I don't know what's going to happen with Clooney, but it might be worth. I it. I saw a little bit of that. Um, was it Elizabeth McGovern uh, and that we were talking about last week? Yeah. And Matthew Broderick. Christ yeah. almighty, that was f- fucking awkward, know, wasn't it? That was horrendous. As we talked about, yeah. Man. One of the worst uh, Hollywood stars. I'm, I'm, I'm really tempted before it goes off iPlayer to download and uh, put on this podcast the entire interview that they did with Elizabeth McGovern, followed by the Line of Duty parody they did with Vicky McClure. <laughs> yeah, because those will disappear within a couple of weeks. You're right. And they need to be preserved for the nation. That's a, not a bad idea. We can <laughs> as put a them warning out for future generations. Why don't we just stick them out as a bonus? This is something we could idea. do, isn't it? I mean, I mean technically, it's probably BBC property in that they broadcast it and we're essentially ripping it and then Yeah, but this is off. fair dealing. It's just reviewing it and <laughs> we're saying it's shit. Yeah, on, the, on the big cat and dog episode on Wednesday, they got their cat, they told pic- people again, the caller, send, just send us a picture mm. of your cat or your dog. Mm. Mm. Now, before tonight, we asked you to get in touch with your stories, pictures and videos and the response was fantastic. Uh, they got in quite early with it. They started showing them and guess what? weren't very interesting no. they were just pictures of cats and dogs there you go yeah, Molly you with, it, you with uh, Molly with uh, Honey uh, one and a half year old Bichon Frise look lovely now oh, keep nice. sending us your pictures and stories of your cats and dogs um, and uh, Matt then um, forgot the A on RSPCA just said this is uh, the RSPC right. <laughs> saved this is uh, Beverly's cat Benson with his RSPC award they, they then got people to say okay are you a cat or dog person mm. uh, use the hashtag 
Cat versus dog. Cat v dog. Get in touch in the usual ways and get the cat and dog debate going on Twitter using the hashtag cat v dog. Uh, th- there must have been discussions about this, about going save it for the hour show, because this yeah. is going to absolutely mm. break the internet. This is going to be huge. Yeah. The, I, mean, I, che- I checked there were 360 cat v dog. <laughs> but I counted when I looked anyway. That's amazing. Which, uh, but, you know, I've got a theory about why they did this hour long special. Uh-huh. Right? My theory is this. There was a surplus of cat and dog based films. Past their use by date. Yep. Because of VT poverty, they didn't want to distribute them to charities <laughs> and schools. Um, they had to use them up. And they thought, well, we've got so many of these fucking off the shelf cat and that, dog films. That would explain why they got that, uh, that couple that go on adventures. Well, they, they, they were described as adventures. They're just walking about. Yeah. With Adventure their, with, cat. With, with their cat. Well, they called the, you know what the names, the name of the cat was? Uh, cat Mandu. Cuntiest name for a cat I've ever fucking heard. I'm Georgina. I'm Andy. Uh, our pet is Katmandu, our little cat. Uh, she's one year old. And she's an adventure cat. Georgina and I normally go on a whole range of adventures. It is very unusual for us to take a cat on an adventure. But no, we thought, well, why not? Why do people take dogs? Why can't you take a cat? And it was a couple in the north going on walks mm. with a cat on a lead up a, up a hill. And that, that, was the, that was it. That was the film. Take out, take out quote from that was... You can tell if she's getting a bit tired because she tends, she tends to hang around the back a bit and is not clutching up with us as much. Yeah, no shit. They're dragging <laughs> a cat up a hill on a lead. It didn't want to go. And then, and then, what's more, off the back of that, that couple were in the studio with the cat, aye, which aye, they aye. literally came all the way from Yorkshire or wherever it was, quite far away from London. They got about 30 seconds, a minute, and that was the end of that. Well, uh, for Cat's latest adventure, Georgina and Andy have brought it down to the BBC. So highlights of the day. How did it go? <laughs> the day went very well. Uh, she didn't. Well, she started off by not sleeping overnight and then decided right. to go out all day. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we managed to get her in the van and drove down this afternoon. Oh, Why have you dragged really? them here for that? But what, what? I mean, what's going to happen? That they, they, A, that they haven't covered in the VT. It's not like the cat's going to suddenly fucking learn to speak and then that's what a great TV Although, moment. Although, it might have got suddenly ill, which is, would explain why, because like, we had Angelica Bell holding the handheld camera exploring the orifices of the cats <laughs> while they're being... And, and the dog, because both cat and dog had a checkup, right? Angelica, you can see Angelica Bell like, holding... Obviously, I mean, no, not no skin off her nose, but like, she's not an expert in holding a camera, a handheld camera, looking up the arseholes of cats. And, <laughs> It's just a bit like the camera work was a bit shoddy from her, but I'm sure she'll take that on the chin. <laughs> it, was, it was spectacular. It was just we were just getting on primetime television close ups of cat and dog holes. What? Is there uh, a new producer who's come in who is a, a horrible yeah, person? It's the Amsterdam guy. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, Angelica, what I'd like to do. You go, uh, gonna, be, gonna be like a dog's bum hole? Yeah. You know? I thought we could put that out. Everyone gets sheet of dog's bum hole. Yeah. <laughs> Bring in your dogs. Bring in the cat. Yeah, it's a brilliant idea to get used to looking at your pets really closely and carefully when you're at, when they're at home so you can pick up on problems early. Yeah. So let's do a nose to tail. <laughs> she then she started laughing as well. This was excellent. So they had cat the vet checking out the cockapoo and then she checked out a cat they were talking about uh, things to notice on cats if they're getting ill and Angelica was shoving this mic this microphone this camera into the cat's mouth Ugh. right to show a close of its gums and stuff and as the woman said what you're looking for are signs of tartar on the teeth mm. uh, gingivitis and soreness 
Belle was just laughing at the things that can be wrong with a cat. You can see those Getting fangs there. at the front, but to lift and look at these molar teeth at the back is nice. really, really important. And they you look can good. See they look good. She has got beautiful pearly whites, but we'd expect that in a young cat. When they get older, they can start with tartar, gingivitis, <laughs> soreness, and, um, and it can be quite problematic. But Someone told me years ago that if you do veterinary medicine, so you, you, you do your five-year course, there are two parts of it, and one is mammals and the other is uh, reptiles because they're very, very different. Yeah. But they were saying there's one that sort of falls between the two, which is rabbits. And rabbits, for some reason, are entirely different from mammals when it comes to veterinary science. Basically, they don't spend any time at veterinary school doing rabbit medicine because people just go, oh, it's really difficult. Don't you know, Just concentrate on the mammals and the reptiles. And so if you ever take a rabbit to a vet for any reason, you go, oh, he's, he's got a bit of a sore paw, they will go, ah... Fate's gonna have to be put down. Right? <laughs> this is this is apparently there is nothing anyone can do for rabbit because they don't know because it's tricky and no one bothers to learn it. They are useless. They die all the time, and that explains why because they can't be treated. But also they they are shit at staying alive. Basically, rabbits yeah. as pets. It's just as well that, that they are constantly fucking. That's the only yeah. thing that keeps <laughs> them going. Why. Yeah, they need. They to. know. They know. Yeah. Uh, no, it was it was very odd. And then then there was another um, twice in a week, the wrong film got put on. Mm. So yep. they ah. showed early in the early this in this is the, a running feature now. Well, it must yeah. be someone new mm. pressing the wrong button. So early on in the episode, they showed Adventure Cat, as we've talked about, and then they <laughs> were go, <laughs> going to a film about animals that have been run over, mm. right? And about a man who wants to change the law because uh, you have to report a dog. If you run a dog over, you have to yeah. report it, don't you? Not cats, not so much cats. Yeah. So it's the thing about they should equalise cat and dog legalities. Yeah. Uh, so they sort of said, and and, and here we, here's the film, and then a still came up from Adventure Cat of this couple sitting on a mountain with a cat. And it stayed there for too long. Right. Then it just cut hard cut to the opening again of Adventure Film. Right. <laughs> Someone's having a mess. And then, without last week when they cocked up a film, it came back to them when they apologised in the studio. This time, no. No, it just cut straight out of that film, straight crashed straight into the start of the film they were supposed to. It was a disaster. Ugh. Now for a story about a campaign to make cats and dogs equal in the eyes of the law. Here's Miranda. She's got the biggest personality. She's like a three-year-old when she's tired. With their stealth, agility and remarkable ability to land feet first from incredible heights, it's easy to see why many believe cats have nine lives. We've all made these mistakes. You know, certainly doing a lot of live radio. I never have. <laughs> you know, I've <laughs> fucked it up loads of times. But it's just so jarring. The thing is, I'm doing that myself. That's the weird thing, is it? On, on the radio, mm. if you are pressing buttons, you're doing it yourself, talking at the same time. It's like driving a car. You're doing one thing, doing another. And sometimes you miss hit it or it doesn't fire or whatever. Yeah. But someone's job, someone's sole job is to press the button marked the right VT and line it up, right? They like people who think outside the box. You want me to press button one? What about if I press button four? <laughs> and then three so it freezes. Nice. Matt's contribution to the whole uh, dog health debate. Oh, oh, he's got a nice wet nose. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. He also said at one point, Twitter's gone mad for cats feed dogs. Mm. Uh, the, the, uh, at time of counting, the the pictures we've got so many pictures coming in. So they kept then they kept cutting to long VTs of compilations they'd made of cats being slightly funny. And you go, the BBC has become YouTube it's during madness. this hour. And then he had a picture of a cat and he said, 
We get all oh, so many pictures have been coming in, so many pictures. And this is, um, I can't remember his name, you know, Henry the cat, whatever it was. And, uh, oh, look at him. Then he said, uh, and we'll be seeing this cat later because he's in one of our VTs. Go, then someone hasn't sent that in, have they? No. You've just got a still. That, that, put that, in I a tell frame. You what, they also did one this week, which was, and it was on the Gentleman Jack episode, which was Monday. They said, send us in a photo if you kept a diary. And they don't want to read out from the diaries. They don't want to know the content. They just want to see the outside of the diary. Well, we want to know if you at home kept a cherished childhood diary. And if you have, would you send us a picture, please? One of them turned out to be spectacular, though. <laughs> that they held it up and it was yeah. a 1986 Radio 1 diary. Yeah. And they said, and the blog who's, who's filled this in, uh, he says, uh, there's absolutely nothing in this suitable for this time in the evening. <laughs> and I thought, 86, Radio 1, nothing suitable. Is this Jimmy Savile's diary? <laughs> Is this it? In which case, read it out. Yeah. Read out every word of it. <laughs> Thrilling. But yeah, lots of photos of people holding up their diaries. And, uh, you know, Malcolm, he kept two diaries in the 60s. And that one he's holding up is his sports diary. <laughs> <laughs> this is what's passing as primetime entertainment. Yeah. Uh, there was a little other cat video as well with Tufnell and Adam Hills, where they had to guess... They, they had three VTs of three different amusing cats off the internet mm. uh, having balls thrown at them. Yep. And then Tufnell, they stopped the film halfway through and Tufnell and Adam Hills had to guess whether the cat caught the ball or not. Okay, here we go. Let's have a look at Oscar. Oh, so this oh no, is a no. This is a slow-mo. It's high and... Oh. oh. So, is no. that a safe catch? No, no that is going to bounce right off the nose. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I think he's looking a bit tricky on there's a high ball as well, isn't it? I yeah. think that's going to be a bit tricky, that you one. I'm going to say no. It's a miss. Yeah. We're going for a miss. Okay. Let's find out. Come on, Oscar. I think but, it was one of the one of the finer pieces of work from that episode. But obviously that's not saying much. But no. I mean, it was it was the bit where I was least bored shitless. Yeah, well, because they, well, they, they're amusing cat videos off the internet, so yeah. that makes entire sense. Yeah. The bit, well, what about the bit when Adam Hills pulled some sandpaper out of his bollocks? I thought that kind of worked. Yeah, I mean, not you know, I wasn't I wasn't laughing my ass off necessarily, but I thought it was a decent. He was rubbing his off. Yeah, yeah, exactly, rubbing his gooch off. I'm sure. But uh, yeah, I thought it kind of worked. I was, you know, there. It was yeah, a, like, it was a reference to Australian ball tampering because they're talking about cricket and the World Cup and the Ashes and so forth. And yep. he'd obviously prepped this. This again, uh, this is a sort of theme going, isn't it? With sort of like you know, m- male genitals are really big at the minute on the one show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Joe Pascali last week doing loads of stuff about you know yeah. his dick. And that bloke from Southend was a prick. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> All right, we're coming uh, to the end. Has anybody got any other business? Any other business? Something we may have missed. One thing from Monday, the best episode ever, mm. uh, was when Matt was just uh, polishing off. He was ending the whole mm-hmm. section on uh, on Helena. And he just says, and it's so great that we can make these kind of things, you know, thanks to people like Helena or whatever. It's unbelievable to think that everything that's kind of been unlocked was was corded, was locked in a wall, yeah, and none of it would be known if it wasn't for yeah. the likes of, of Helena or whatever. That yeah, you know, the... yeah. Helena or whatever, as if you don't care what her name is. <laughs> and I was thinking, like, well, that's quite rude. <laughs> you've been, up until this point, you've been quite polite, but you've gone... Like people have such a load of hard work been put into making shows like this, reading through the diaries, decoding the diaries, like Helena or whatever. Like, <laughs> whoa! There were two nice bits. Uh, the line is one was in was it Wednesday's cat and dog? I think it was when Matt they did a call out for charities and animals that need your help. A lot of picture of uh, sad looking dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of which had uh, terrible had happened to it. Actually, it was a it was in the Lebanon. Um, they showed it on chained up on a on a blanket, but this dog had a missing ear, the ear cut off, a broken jaw. Its eyes were all mang- mangled eyes. Mangled eyes. And they'd been shot in the eye like nine times it, by some dickhead. 17 times yeah, yeah, it had yeah. been shot. And they, then they were talking about it. And then they had it in the studio. And I was thinking, 
Isn't it suffered enough? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, if that had been a rabbit, it wouldn't have stand a fucking chance. <laughs> and then uh, the only final point I noticed was that during the survey of the nation's dog food habits, mm. which no one cares about at all, uh, they were very keen to tell us they had 36,000 respondents to this. Crazy. That doesn't sound like many, really, though, does it, in no, the grand scheme but, of it? But when you're talking about what does your dog eat, yeah. 36,000 yeah. people join in, that seems to me quite a surprising number. But they glossed over the most interesting statistic. Mm. It was that nine respondents, nine respondents, said that their dog is fed on an insect-based diet. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought, no. They've just spoiled their ballot paper. <laughs> <laughs> what what insects would they eat? They, again, glossed over it. Is that like when like old women they die and then their dogs eat the body, <laughs> and then there's a period of about a week where there are still flies and the dog is surviving on that. <laughs> I presume it's them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all those dogs like mine that sometimes snaps at wasps. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's eaten. That saved us sixty p. <laughs> That's it. We'll be back next week. Please do rate and review and tell your friends. And we'll be back shortly with news of a live version of the The One Show show coming to a venue near you, providing near you is London. (laughs) Thank you for being a tea tosser. And remember this and remember it well when you look at the television to look at The One Show. The One Show also looks back into you. Goodbye. What happen if you got a comedian in a room, you open their Amazon account, and you look back at everything they've ever bought on that website? Well, this. Because I was consuming so much peanut butter, I decided to try and get a powdered oh, version that wow. wasn't as fattening. Uh, your handwriting can change your life. I regret this book. <laughs> I regret this book. Keep calm and love Dom Jolly novelty keyring yeah, and fridge that. magnets. Yeah, I love that. But I do have that on my fridge. Four pounds you spent on that. That's My Mate Bought a Toaster, available now from Great Big Al. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.